We Speak English Good has expanded to WSEG TV only on Twitch. Every Monday at 1 p.m. and Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be going live and direct with guests. I have live looping, improvised music stuff and games prizes and more go to twitch.tv slash we speak english good and tune in also go to modedstudios.com m-o-d-e-d-s-t-u-d-i-o-s.com check out the latest and greatest from this fully embroidered patches and apparel online store actually the latest one is my favorite which is a maga hat with blm spray painted graffitied over it you gotta go check it out it's amazing i put it up on my facebook these hats are selling like hot cakes go check it out for yourself modedstudios.com now on with the show first i fell into you then i flowed right through you i could feel a heart move was it me or you then I feel like I've got to wonder How much can I handle
and that was Got to Wonder off of Johnny Tarr's new album, The Johnny Tarr Quintet, live at Studio West. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Mr. Johnny Tarr. Johnny is a electro soul musician. I don't know if he goes by that anymore. You know what? He did that the first time he was on the show. He was electro soul or electric soul. I don't know if that's what you would call him now, but he is a hell of a singer, uh, a hell of a multi-instrumentalist. He's a live looper. Uh, um, he, he's from He's from Wales. <laughs> just he has a lot going on for him uh and we have a great conversation and and just a heads up offbeat is back on the scene that's right the old co-host himself offbeat is is back on this episode so he is co-hosting this episode so uh you know say hi you know mental highs um i also am trying to get johnny to get on twitch which i haven't really been harassing him or anything just a lot on this episode so um, i try to harass him into getting into twitch which johnny get your ass on twitch i don't know what you're doing not on twitch you should be on twitch you're funny and you have a great act look i'm still trying to pitch twitch to this guy <laughs> anyways uh that's coming up here in just a few, but first, go to RaidaMystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com, and check out the latest on what she's doing, which is Twitch, which you guys know that. I've been talking about Twitch for months now. You guys all know. You guys heard in the opening ad that I have WSEGTV on Twitch.tv slash We Speak English Good, but Go check out Raina's twitch.tv slash Raina Mystique because she's streaming every Tuesday, Thursday at 8 a.m. and on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. She is killing it. My God, her community is fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, and it's a worldwide community, too. It's a global community. Um, so I, I, I love Twitch. It has completely changed my life. I, I can't stress that enough on, on how I create music and how I think about creating music. Twitch has completely changed my life over this last few months of the pandemic. So um, please go and join us. It's just fucking fun. It's just fun. And if you're feeling isolated... Well, this helps. You know, the social distancing and, and isolation, it's not great for the psyche. But what's great about Twitch is that it sort of gives you a little bit of what it's like to have a relationship outside of your four walls uh, digitally. So it, it's the best, it's the closest thing you're going to find to to like finding community and, and, and friends and like live music in this day and age uh, with a pandemic and all. Anyways, wow, that was a hard sell on the Twitch. <laughs> Anyways, um, go like, subscribe, and review. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Twitch, uh, uh, Snapchat, uh, TikTok, um, Flim Flam, um, um, Two Toms, um, Fiber, and uh, Uber. Uh, like us on all of those things. And <laughs> that was so stupid. Uh, and then you can subscribe. Subscribe to us on Apple iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts. You can subscribe to us on YouTube where you'll find our music tutorials. You'll find episodes of WSEG TV of the interviews. 
just the interviews. Um, I mean, just all kinds of crap. YouTube, I, I have just been uploading so much shit to my YouTube. I just, I love it. It's, it's not dumping ground because I'm definitely trying to monetize it. Uh, but um, it's definitely a place where you're going to find a lot of content that uh, you're just not going to find anywhere else. Um, so subscribe to us on YouTube. Subscribe on Twitch. You can uh, uh, just, it's just subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> And then please finally go go leave a review. If you like this podcast, if you if you like what we're doing, please show your support by going and just leave a review. That's all you gotta do. Five stars, one star. I don't even care. If you if you hate this podcast, well, if you hate the podcast, just leave it to yourself. No one gives a shit. You don't have to go out there and fucking leave no one star and say I hate this motherfucker. He said something that made me mad. I don't care about that. But you can if you want to. I know you know it's fine. Just why? But you can also uh, just leave reviews. It, it helps us. It helps us uh, uh, be found in the algorithm of the podcasting world, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> and uh, I think that's it. Okay, guys, let's jump into it again. Offbeat is back for this one, so uh, he'll be in the sidelines. I, we did do a whole intro, which I cut out because you know what. Some things have to stay live, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like with Twitch and with the live stream, I feel like I can't just give it all away in the podcast. You know, I'm. Uh, I, I just, I, I just feel like that uh, some things should be experienced live and in the moment, or on VOD. <laughs> uh, you can go to my Twitch and check out the VOD. I think the, the the weird thing about Twitch is that it drops off after two weeks or 14 days. So it's kind of annoying like that. It, it, so you lose it forever. You don't get to keep it unless you download your episode. So I'm not doing that. I'm not downloading each episode because every episode, because I'm breaking WSEG TV into episodes. So um, some episodes have interviews, some episodes have music tutorials, some episodes have uh, live looping. And so, I don't know, I don't download all of them. I don't need all of that. Some of that stuff is disposable in the moment type of stuff. It was just really live looping is an excuse to hang out with chat. <laughs> so um, it's just something for us to do while we hang out and, and chat it up. Uh, anyways, that is a uh, that is all right. Here we go. <laughs> anyways, let's jump over to Johnny Tar. Uh, uh, Johnny has a new album out right now. I, I want you to go check it out. Support. You can find the uh, the link in the show notes. The name of the album is called the Johnny Tar Quintet Live at Studio West. Um, it's not recorded in front of an audience per se. Uh, you heard the recording. You heard "Got to Wonder" up at the top of the show. So it's not really in front of a studio audience. They just recorded as a band live, and we'll talk about it in the podcast. So let's get to it, Johnny Tar, everybody, and please welcome back. Well, welcome back, both of these guys. Johnny Tar and Offbeat has been on the show before. So, Offbeat, Johnny Tar, everybody. I, thank you so much for coming back, man. I, I really appreciate you uh, coming back on the show. I've actually been jamming. Uh, so, are you? First of all, 
Um, are you familiar with Twitch at all? Because that's what we're doing right now. Are you familiar with it? Well, I um, I, I haven't done any. Um, this is the first Twitch call I've been on. I know quite a few DJ friends of mine have been doing it. Um, what is it? Is it like a pay-to-view sort of YouTube channel? Um, kind of, but uh, you don't have to pay for it. It's a free thing, but you, but it's uh, it, it does have like a tip service built into it. It's uh, it, well, right. it, it was originally created for gamers for streaming their gaming um, wa- uh, yeah. play playthroughs or whatever. Um, but then Twitch decided to expand it to art and music. And so that was about three years ago. And now it's kind of, it's especially with the pandemic, it's kind of exploded. And, and now there's just tons of people doing music streaming on it. And I, and that's part of the reason why I wanted to bring you back on the show, because when the pandemic started, I saw you started, you started streaming and I actually liked what you're doing because you're actually going through uh, like your setup and you're kind of like walking through yeah. what's going on. And it actually fits perfectly to what Twitch is doing. Uh, unfortunately, okay. it's not really uh, like Facebook just doesn't seem like it's much of a place for it. You know, it, it's cool, and they are kind of building up this, uh, this. Uh, they added gaming to it, but uh, right. I just feel like it's not really something where people go to Facebook to go see, you know, Johnny Tar play some, play some music. You know, I feel like they'll see you and they'll pass by and be like, oh, that's cool, and then they just sort of keep going. Yeah, um, I think it's uh, like uh, people, I mean, when it started... Like I made something like seven hundred dollars in tips the first week, and I was like, "This is great! I'm never leaving the house again." Right, right. <laughs> and it's, it's kind of it's kind of dropped off to be, which was to be expected. But um, yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's more of a thing where people will come in and watch a little bit and then drop out again. But I have, I've got to say, I've, I've, um, I seem to have kind of made quite a few more followers while I've been doing the live streams and there are definitely people who are messaging me going, which ones are you doing this week? And when can we watch you this week? And there are definitely people who are, who I didn't know or don't know personally who are like watching the whole show and commenting all the way through it. So, yeah, um, I, I guess it's, it's got it. I think it's got its benefits in that it's a lot more kind of like ready to go. Do you know what I mean? You can just press live and you're, yeah, you're going, it's happening. Whereas I guess that Twitch takes a little bit more setting up and, 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 um, preparing for i don't know but um yeah it seems like facebook has worked to a certain extent for me for sure yeah and 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 that's great and um and like you said it sort of tapers off after a while because especially and i mean everybody's sort of getting this like pandemic fatigue i i hear that hot word like pandemic fatigue yeah. it's like we're over being in a pandemic so we're just we're just over it so we just quit doing anything but um but you know, like as time went on, the streams you you saw them getting kind of dwindling down a little bit. Um, well, well, the great thing about Twitch is, and I find, I feel like I'm like pitching you Twitch, which I kind of <laughs> am. I kind of am because yeah. I really liked what you were doing to the point where I think that you could do well on Twitch, where you could actually make like money consistently, and uh, with with you know these. I don't know. Is uh, is California shutting back down again? Like, have you been gigging at all? No, I haven't been gigging. I do actually. I've just solidly been doing. I had one that was booked last weekend, which um, I actually cancelled myself because I I got like a, a stomach bug, a twenty four hour stomach bug. But um, certain ones that I did have booked have been kind of like cancelled again. I do have one this Saturday in the daytime in a, in an open air place, but. I mean, California. You, you wouldn't think that California is still shut down, but it's supposed to be. I mean, 
It's like people are just doing. Right. There's, there, there's traffic again, and right. there's people. People are just doing what they want to do. I mean, the majority of people are being quite good wearing their masks, and um, but you know, like everywhere else, we've got those people who don't think it's real, and they're either wearing their mask like on their chin, <laughs> or yeah, that's or totally not wearing weird. It at all. Which you know, I mean, it really depends, kind of what type of person you are, I suppose. Um, but yeah, we've we've tried to be very careful. I mean, we were we were like sanitizing every single piece of fucking fruit and vegetables we we bought from the groceries to start with, and we've kind of relaxed on that. But I don't think this thing's over by a long shot. No. <laughs> a long, long shot. Yeah. Oh no, no. No, it's I, it's definitely not. Yeah. Well, no, and and even at the beginning of this, it just seems like they were making they kept on saying it's going to be like two weeks and two weeks, but they're already making like plans for like next year. And it's like, yeah. wait a second, you're right. telling us it's going to be two weeks, but you're making plans for next year. Like, so it, it's, it's really just been like a shit show and just, you know, information and, and, and what they're telling us and what, what it's true. They've gotten us so confused that I can see how as a nation or as a world that we're getting kind of sick of it because no one seems to know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but right. please. Um, well, I think, I, I, I do think that there's, there's um, here, here in America, there's very much more of a, there's still a, a kind of frontier mentality a little bit where it's like every man for himself a little bit more. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So I, I think that's yes. kind of spiking here more is because people don't like to be told what to do here. You know, they no. don't. No. It's more of a kind of, I'm going to stake my claim. This is my piece of the country. And, and that that's kind of the American way. So, I mean, I think that we are going to see a lot more problems here. In, for those who, for those who, who haven't heard me before, I might not sound like it, but I, I live in California. So um, <laughs> I'm seeing, all, it's not like I'm, I'm just assuming this about Americans. I live here. Yes. Yes. Johnny's been a resident here for a while now. Um, and uh well you know so you know we're talking about this and we're seeing things open up we're seeing things shut back down and and it just makes the case for why you should get on twitch <laughs> okay right right <laughs> Dude, that, was, that was that was like a classic comedian trick, wasn't it? Like to start a joke at the beginning of the like, set, and then tell a bunch of other jokes, and then come right back to it at the end. That's <laughs> well, but it's true because, and, and I'm dead serious when I was watching you, and like you're saying, like people were sticking around to the end because what you're doing is it wasn't like what everyone else was doing, where it's just like play a song, blah blah blah, the, you know. Uh, what's great about Twitch and what's great is that you get to sort of take your time with it and you can you it, it fits you perfectly because there you you could just do it all by yourself. You you do the yeah. one man loop thing um and, and you're personable as shit. Like like I, I love talking to you. Like you're just you're a fun guy. You know, and you and, and people come to just hang out. And you and really because my wife's doing it, I'm doing it now. I just started and I'm having some I'm having fun with people who keep coming back. And you see people yeah. come back and you really build a real fandom. I, I know that's a fucking terrible world word, but you really do build this like <laughs> this this network of really caring and, and uh interesting people that you build online. And the biggest difference is in and I think this has gotten better over the years, but like the community is like very much about like spreading the word about other other streamers, other musicians, other gamers. 
it's like oh i want to shout out this person i want to shout out this person it's very the community is built on like this positive um you know like like there's enough for it to go around you know whereas in the music community in the real world that can be kind of hard as you may know but yeah well yeah yeah <laughs> Honestly. Well, it definitely sounds like something I need to try out, mate. I mean, I'm, although I've learned quite a lot about my digital audio workshop, i.e. logic and looping and many cam and lots of other technical things during pandemic, I am a bit of a technophobe and it takes me a while to build up the courage to try a new thing out because it's just like, I haven't got the greatest patience with things like that. So I can... It can be kind of slow going for me. Do you know what I mean? I do. I do. You saw me. I just had to call my wife in here to, yeah. to fix <laughs> Skype. Will you Dude, fix that Skype? That was perfect. But, but, yeah, that but, was perfect. But it's, a, but, it's a, but it's a great example of what he's talking about because, I mean, if I yes. didn't have Arena, like I would just be sitting here frustrated, like yelling at the computer. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, what does that get you? So, uh, if, so I completely understand. <laughs> I completely understand what you're saying and where where it's kind of intimidating because, like I said, like I'm sitting behind a fucking spaceship here. Like I swear to God, I'm gonna start taking off at any minute. It's insane. <laughs> but but I, I I sincerely do believe that you would do well. Uh, you know Matt Suarez, right? Matt Suarez. Yes, he's a um, he's a local singer songwriter there. Um, I, I don't. I don't know if I've ever met him personally, but the the the, the name definitely rings a bell. Uh, uh or Louis uh Louis Vet not Venezuela. I always call him Venezuela. Uh, Valenzuela. Valenzuela. Venezuela. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I do know Louis. Not not very well, but I know. I know him. Yeah. Well, the, these are some these are some people who are kind of jumping on. Tonga has has jumped on. I, I'm not sure how you know Matt is doing well with it, honestly. And the thing is, is that it's not like if you go into it with the ideas like this is going to replace the money that I made from gigging then it's yeah. not really, it's probably not the right way to go about it. But if you go about it where like, I really want to build this cool community where people are actually going to go and listen to my music, where people are actually going to go and buy my t-shirts, you know, because they want to support me because they like me and, and they get to know you on this very personal level. And, and you know, like some people are uncomfortable with that as well. It's like some people just want to put their art out there and be like, you know, yeah. get the fuck away from me. But you know, if it, it's something that you're interested in, in kind of growing in this really it's cool very much so. And especially if we're going to be locked down for a while, because I'm, I'm, I've, I've really liked not having to move my gear and set it up everything. <laughs> You're fucking right. You what, that's just absolutely pricelessly valuable to me. I love it. I, I absolutely agree with you. It, it, like, there's nothing where, and, and I'm in Ohio now, so like in the winters, we were driving, like, you know, we get done gigging at two in the morning, we might be up in Michigan somewhere, and we have to drive an hour and a half home in the cold winter like you know it's negative it six terrible. degrees you have to log lug your fucking equipment into in that bit brittle brittle cold uh, no fuck that it's for the birds and, and honestly my wife has just <laughs> given no it, no my wife has given up on gigs because me and my wife gig together as an acoustic duo and and right now you know like fuck it there's no gigs but like uh, uh, she's not I, I don't think that I, I don't I don't know if we're gonna go back I, I think I will yeah, just because it's, I it's gonna be such a different landscape for everybody exactly it's, exactly. Gonna, it's gonna really like separate those who really really want to still be doing it and those who've gone do you know what the massive effort that it was it, like this time to look at something else because there's going to be a huge spate of because it's not just the musicians it's 
every single person that worked in any place where people gathered has lost their jobs. I mean, I know people from back home who work at the Royal Opera House, the Royal Opera House, right? Yeah. They've let go about 50% of their staff. That's a couple of thousand people. Yeah. And they're just, bang, out of a job. Wow. It's, it's, just, it's, it's mad, man. It's mad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then when you look at the stats in this country as well, uh, 40% of small businesses are, are not looking to come back. They're just not going to come back. Like 1.5 million jobs are just not coming back. You know, like these insane numbers of, of just of disparity. But then again, you look at the, well, at, at the economy or, or I'm sorry, the fucking the NASDAQ or whatever. And that's going crazy. And, and now all of a sudden we're like, oh, we're fine. You know, the, we're, everybody's jobless. And, 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 you know, like our economy, you know, like people don't know if they're going to be able to pay their rent at the end of a, a, in August. But, you know, we're fine because yeah, the NASDAQ. The and, and so, like, I don't know. What does that say to you, both of you guys? What does that say to you guys when we're facing, like, unemployment? These small businesses aren't me and Johnny's livelihood fucking going yeah. up in flames. Uh, I mean, what what does that say to you when you see that disparity between... I mean, it's just the, the general trend, isn't it? Those with money are getting more of it and holding the fuck onto it. Yeah. And those with little or who've chosen to do things where money isn't the goal, they're going to be... It's, they're gonna, we're going to have to look for something else. It's, it's, it's very, very... It's, it's really frightening, actually, that culture is... The, the, the underlying culture... Of, of this country and, well, especially this country, as in America, um, and a lot of the other places where the pandemic has hit hard, the, the culture is going to be diluted and, like, swept under the carpet in a lot of ways because music and art and those, those ways of surviving, those meagre ways of surviving, uh, are going to be disappearing, basically. Well, I, uh, I, I didn't I, even think about it like I want to say, I think, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're kind of right there. Um, but I would like to say, I'd hope that, you know, being here, people would, there's openings now. I mean, I know all these jobs are disappearing and everything like that, but now is the time to adapt. And now there's these openings for people that may not have ever had a chance to open a business or had an idea to open a business because of this pandemic. Now they've had that idea and like found that, that need that they could, um, uh, fulfill for people, you know, and now they're the business owners and now they're making, you know, they're supplying other jobs and new jobs in the, in the workforce. So. Yeah. But I mean, how many of those new jobs are going to be created to replace those jobs that were missing? Yeah. As in, as in the arts and like, you know, areas of cre creativity, cre the creative arts right. really, really right. hard. And whether there will be yeah. jobs, jobs opening up in those fields again is very hard to say. I mean, whether everything can be transplanted online remains to be seen. But um, I know that you can't... I mean, I tried to do quite a lot of online rehearsals with my band. We spent ages trying to deal with the latency issue, and it's still not right. ready to be able to play live with each other. Otherwise, I'd have been gigging with my band. Yeah. You know? And, and, and if that mm -hmm. is something that they can deal with, it, it doesn't look like it's on the horizon anytime soon. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know, man. It's, it's right. kind of frightening because, you know... I, I, the other job that I used to do before 
um, I moved to America was I was a stagehand. I built I built sets, but that was in the entertainment industry as well. Right. And that's gone now. I mean, or it's been completely decimated. You know. Right. So I don't. Right. Know. It's, it's kind of it's kind of a very very uncertain time. Very uncertain. Definitely. Yeah. And those are things that we don't want to lose too. Is is no. we don't want to really we don't want to lose any of the arts. That's what I, I was mean. saying about the culture being hit the hardest. It's not like. Right fucking the stock market that's being hit it's not it's not banks that are being mm. hit it's culture the culture the underlying culture of of these of the countries that are hit hardest is getting really really uh, blown apart basically yeah right yeah man it, it's uh that that you know I, I didn't even think about it in that terms i thought about it in such a small term it's like i'm not <laughs> gonna be able to see live music for a long time but <laughs> of course it, the world revolves around me uh, but 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 to think about it in that aspect, it's even more like despairing. It's just like holy shit. Wow, but, yeah. But but that's a perfect argument for why we should be living on Twitch <laughs> and these online streams. <laughs> these online streams. No, because honestly, I do think it's the future. Uh, um, because here's the thing: people are realizing now that they don't have to go into the office. They don't have yeah. to drive yeah, and sit yeah, in right. fucking traffic just to go answer phones and fucking reply to emails. That that shit's done, son. You know, and and you know, I know it's gonna go back, and I know that people need people. Like people just need people in general. But I do think that with this, this is going to highlight the ridiculousness of having people. If they don't need to come in, why? Why are they? Why are you sending them into their little prison box at at work? You know, like, and so therefore, that's going to translate over into what we're doing now. And. Uh, uh, streaming, live streaming music. We're gonna be live streaming art. Like people, are, I'm, I'm gonna be doing a live streamed um, uh, improv class uh, on Zoom on Monday, which I am. Oh, yeah, nice. Which yeah. seems so <laughs> stupid to me, by the way. I am just, I am going into this with the worst attitude. Like this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. But I'm gonna try it because I don't know. Like what? What else am I? You know, what else am I gonna fucking do? It's like we can't. I, I really enjoyed improv when I was doing it, so why not? So I, I think that this is this why is not? only highlighting, um, you know, that that we can do shit online. We are making yeah. this shit happen, and even though we want to be with each other and be close to each other, it still is. It, I don't know if we're gonna be going back from this. You know, do, do you guys think that we'll be no. going? It's it's just, no. It's there's going to be growth um, in a lot of areas, but it's never. It's not going back to how it was. That's. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty agreed right. upon i think yeah yeah i mean it was like it was just like it's just like flying right uh we had the attack and flying never went back to the same it's going to be like the exactly. same. there's going to be some yeah. some laws or mandates sure. that yeah. we're going to have to live by yeah um and that we'll, we'll have to do to just make sure that i mean we don't get sick pretty much personally yeah you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I can't afford to get it. <laughs> yeah, oh, my insurance yeah, ain't gonna either. cover it all. Do you know what I mean? It's not. Yeah, it's not, yeah. Oh yeah, and shoot, I got—I only got my kid here in town to geek to take care of me, and I'm sure he's not gonna do that. You know. <laughs> At some point, he's <laughs> so gonna be like, I'm, "Deal I'm with my, yourself, I'm Dad." On my own, man. I'm on my own. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and, well, and and me neither. Like I, I live with my mom, and and she has, she, uh -huh. you know, she has her medical issues, and she's, you know, she's older, and and so I, I can't afford it, and uh, yeah, I, I just don't, 
I, I don't see myself putting myself in those positions either. Um, <laughs> so it, it, it's just it's a really it's a really interesting thing to think about is that that wow. I, I I always thought that um, AI was going to take our jobs and even eventually yes. take creative jobs and stuff. Um, <clears throat> but but it's kind of saving our jobs right now. Technology is sort of saving our jobs yeah. right now in some weird way. Yeah. And it was actually right. a pandemic that took our jobs and not the, not the other way around. So it's, uh, I don't know, man. It's either we embrace the technology or we let some parts of our culture well, I see, die. Like, um, did you guys see the versus stuff that was going on? Hell yeah, that shit was tight. The what? Sorry. Yeah. The verses, um, um, the like Erica Badu and Jill Scott. Uh, who else? Oh, no, I haven't seen that. No. Okay, so they were. That was a good thing. I think they did that. You know, helped musicians out a lot and kind yeah. of stay relevant and everything. Was um, they jumped on and you know they got like one point nine million followers or something mm -hmm. like that. And um, you know they were jumping on and um, I watched a couple of the things and uh, um, they were really good, man. I I enjoyed seeing uh, the the two people go at it and play their different songs. And yeah, stuff. it it was really cool. I'd be interested in doing that. And is, is that a Twitch thing as well? No, that was on... Uh, this was on Instagram. So on Instagram, okay. there was these celebrities doing... They were calling them battles? They were calling them battles? Yeah, they were calling them battles. And they just played like... They're playing their hits for each other over Instagram Live. And um, okay. so like Erica Badu and Jill Scott did one. Oh, who was some other ones? I, I'm fucking... I uh, Beanie Man yeah. and... Um, oh, who else? Wicked. God, who is this? So like rappers were oh, doing shoot, it. Oh, I just watched it, yeah. So it'd be like, you know, two big rappers or two big R&B singers, and they would just play their hits over each other um, uh, live. Yeah. And while people and then were, they would talk while about they were it. streaming. Yeah, and they would talk about them. Babyface and, and Teddy Riley. Yeah. Thank you, Wallace. Mm -hmm. There you go. <laughs> and so that so. was that was just some – it's really cool. And, yeah, you're right, Avi. Like, that was like – that was a really good indicator of like, oh yeah, like you can really do some cool things with this that yeah, we like haven't really will, done. People are accepting, you know, like people people will accept it. I um, know, they uh, still want to hear music, which is good. I've been talking to a lot of streamers. Obviously, I'm on Twitch now, and and um, so I've been sort of reaching out to this community just to chat and. You know, they make some really good, interesting uh, um, arguments about because everyone was saying like, oh, there's this huge surge in these streaming platforms now. But as soon as the pandemic is over, you know, what's going to happen next? And like we're saying, like, the, you know, the cat's kind of out of the bag now. But he, uh, I was talking to the Fantastic Plastics, who is a fucking fantastic uh, a group on Twitch here that is killing it. Uh, and they were saying that that. If you look at how YouTube was um, sort of looked at at the beginning, where it was just sort of like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. we're just going to show yeah. some pictures, you know, some videos of kittens and, you know, kids getting hit in the nuts, <laughs> you know, with a baseball or something. <laughs> it's just whatever. Uh, uh, but then, you know, they started seeing like real numbers and they started seeing the potential. And then Justin Bieber and, and you know, like and people have Netflix shows now that come from YouTube. And it's sort of it's sort of transcended into the mainstream. And that's what they were sort of thinking is that you're going to get these Twitch stars who cross over into the mainstream and and, Definitely. and then all of a sudden that platform is going to be you know uh, on another level because of the live streaming capabilities and you're already Dude. seeing all these social media play, uh, platforms turning to live streaming uh youtube obviously and and facebook and ig so it, it's just it's to me the paintings on the you know is on the wall right I, well i, I, I film it. 
I, I do some filming for another company and um, I've been fortunate enough to film some current YouTube stars. I had no idea. Oh, nice. Like I was, just going, to, I was just going to film these guys and they end up being these YouTube guys. Um, and uh, like went home, told my kid and he was all about it. Like knew exactly who they were. Exactly. Right. I was already like, yo, I've been watching this guy for a year already. I'm like, what? Who, who, the, right. who is this guy? I don't guy, know right? any I'm of these like, people. I, I had no idea. Yeah. I, I filmed like like for three two couple weeks in a row. I got I filmed these YouTube guys play basketball against each other. That's nice. And it was like and and I was in awe. Like one guy had 15 million followers. The other guy had two million followers. Yeah. And it, it's like on a whole nother level. You yeah, know man. What I mean, like yeah, I, man. I had no idea it got that way. Right. And, and that's the thing so, is like you got this whole generation like which I'm a part of who is like barely holding on to what's kind of coming up and sur- it with the next yeah. generation of things. And this is the most obvious thing to me. Uh, uh, interesting that I, thing that I noticed is that um, a lot of people's podcasts sort of took a shit in numbers when the pandemic struck and um, anybody who had a video element to their podcast, their they they kind of made it through the the right. de- the dead yeah. time right and right. so as things are starting to open up people's numbers are coming back but like it was just like what the fuck it was just like thousands of a drop off because people were just at home watching netflix you know they weren't listening to fucking podcasts they're fucking at home you know watching right. netflix or pornhub or whatever and having the time of their lives but it's still it, it so so it just became very clear and 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 i know we're still talking about streaming and just I, I just i'm gonna say it again Dude, I love, i'd love I to think, see you on twitch baby if you could do man, it if I, you could have the patience for it i've written it down <laughs> i was telling johnny man i was telling i was telling mike man i'm like you changed my mind about loopers and and everything oh, yeah? Like, yeah when i saw you i thought i was i was telling him like what what is this guy doing on on the show that we're doing <laughs> i thought you were just way too good for it you know, I mean, I gotta say, man. I, Why is this I, guy I, here? Like, like this guy it. is way too good for like, what, what we're. What is t- this guy? Oh yeah, totally. So I mean, like, I think you would do great in the in the stream aspect and everything. Um, uh, your your sounds perfect. Your the way you do everything, I think it's great. You interact and everything. Uh, so. Speaking oh, cool. of, Thanks, that, that's, that's really encouraging. That's great. Well, thank you. Um, I I really like the new album that you just kind of dropped. Um, oh, yeah. I know that was a couple weeks ago now, but like, uh, uh, can you tell me about it? I know the material is a little bit older. Talk about the new album. Well, what it, what it was was basically um, I decided to enter the um, the San Diego Music Awards this year. Um, for the first time. So I called up one of the guys, or I texted one of the guys who I know to be involved, and I said, so how does one get entered for this? He said, well, you have to record an EP or an album that has to be within the time frame, i.e. in 2019. It can only be recorded in that, and then you've just got to send it off to the committee and see if you get nominated. I was like, shit, I haven't recorded anything this year. So me and my band went into the studio, Studio West in San Diego, great studio, um, and we just recorded a live set. Nice. But we did it. We, we played through the set three times and then we just uh, mixed it really, really quickly and then just sent it off to the SDMAs and got nominated for Best Pop. That's... And so I was actually in, in hospital having my appendix out when I found out I'd been nominated. <laughs> and then I came out and a couple of weeks later, the pandemic hit and it was just before the awards were supposed to be announced. Uh-huh. So we actually, oh, we actually had to wait for about 
three extra months till this Monday to find out who won. And it turns out that I won it. Hey! So, yeah, so I, I, I won it. It was like really right. last minute we recorded something, entered it, bam, bam, bam. I mean, a lot of it was we had to get votes. So I was just hassling everybody I knew to vote and vote every day, vote every day, vote every day, vote every day. But it, it paid off in the end. So I won it. And um, and it's just going to, you know, it's, re it's really nice because it just feels like, you know, something you've been working towards for a very long time, very long time. Um, you can go, phew, well, it's, it's such a relief that that's been recognised now and I can use it to move on to a next, the next level of, uh, you know, whether it be online festivals or, or followers or whatever it is, it's just going to help boost that, which is amazing. And it's, it's had some um, pretty nice re local reviews and stuff. And, yeah, I've actually written a whole, uh, hang on, how many, how many is it? Like 16-track album a new 16-track album since since the lockdown. So I've got that to finish and record whenever I can get together with the band. So I've got another one coming, basically. <laughs> That's tight. So oh, I was nice. I was going to actually ask you, so, I mean, what were... It seems like the pandemic sort of opened up some uh, some creativity and some, and, and some stuff for you. Could you kind of talk about the... You know what your first reaction was, and and then how you sort of moved into creating this uh, your new music. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a case of right. Well, I'm not going out of the house every day. I sorted my gardens out. I've I've grown two full lawns from seed and a vegetable garden, oh, <laughs> and, nice. and I've I've had a couple of hours every day writing and recording and demoing and producing new music. So it's been the most creative time of the last 10 years for me, well, like without a doubt, because I've got a four-year-old daughter. We bought a house four years ago at the same time, you know, and I've been gigging nearly every night since I've lived sick. in the States. So that, that free time was what I really need to get my head into my computer and start making new music, basically. Yeah, man. It, it you know like when the pandemic first hit, it was like, you know the 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 idea of like no responsibility. You know, like mm. I, I that that was like I've never I haven't had that in a long time. At least I, I can't say I never had that, but you know, like I haven't had that in a long time. Where it's like you're not be held to you're not beholden to any of this like crazy schedules that that we create for yeah. ourselves to survive. <laughs> And, yeah. um, and then what, whatever you're left with is whatever you're left with. And, and, you know, I've been talking to a lot of people and, and the ranges of people were like, well, I just shut down and I didn't create shit. I don't care. I ate ice cream and I freaked <laughs> out. Uh, and then other people were like, we got right to work. We were like, fuck this. We're doing shit. Mm -hmm. And so, so it seems like you're in the, we got right to work. Fuck this. We're doing uh, shit. We've been, yeah. We've been busy every day. Cause um, the house me and my wife bought like four, four and a half years ago, it was definitely a fixer-upper. So there's been things around the house that I've been staring at for four years going, I've got to sort that out. Yeah. I've got and we, we've, we've done so much of it. Um, I've still got a couple of big jobs, but a load of the stuff that was just staring at us every day going, finish me, finish me, finish me, we've, we've managed to get done. So it's actually been a really, really, like our schedules have been full with either be you know look after our daughter yeah. have um have uh doing my my live streams repairing the house doing gardening 
um, writing music. It, it's like there's been something that's woken me up in my head every morning, going, "All right, it's time to get to that." Oh. There hasn't been much. There hasn't been much sitting around for us at all. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, that's a yeah. That that's that's great, man. I, I mean, like, yeah. I, I feel like if, if for the people who did, and you know, you end up finding out. Thank you very much for the biddies, Reina. Um, the the. That's the thing that, that, oh my God, it's this chat, man. I'm trying to not pay attention to the chat and then people are throwing money. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me. me catch up real quick. Mighty Mighty, thank you so much for the bits. I, I seriously uh, appreciate it. Wallace, how are you not been following me? I, I thought you, you been following me. Thank you for the follow though. Uh, and, and Dizzy. Thank you for the follow. Oh, um, oh, he's not on here. Anyway, sorry. Thank you for letting me catch up. You know, I, I, I do feel like, um, I do feel like that, um, the people who sort of shut down and and sort of was like, yeah, I didn't really do anything. I just sort of watched Netflix. It seemed like those were the people who had kind of a harder time with all of this. Um, well, yeah. What, sure. What was your initial reaction like when all this hit? My initial reaction. Um, when it happened was, I hope that everybody like gets a bit of a, a, a group mentality over this so that we can get through it pretty quickly. And then about two weeks later, I was going, I hope this never fucking stops. I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> loving it. Like definitely become like, I've become a little bit sort of agoraphobic. Like I go outside the house and I see people not wearing their masks or I see, you know, uh, people, I'm just a bit kind of more, it's just made me a bit more wary of people, which I expect is done to a lot of, a lot of others. Um, it's made me like being at home a lot more actually, because we're lucky enough to have a, it's a relative, I mean, it's definitely the biggest house I've ever lived in, but we've got a big garden and, and a big garage and, uh, and, and for, you know, it's, it's big enough for us all to not want to kill each other. Whereas <laughs> Whereas my, my, my brother um, in London has got a one-bedroom flat and he's had his little boy with him for most of that time. No garden, no outside space. And that's the case for all of my friends in London. It's, it's just so cramped and with hardly any outdoor space. And these are successful people, you know, but it's just the way that London's built. It's a lot older. And, man, I don't know what it must be doing to, do, doing to them because if we didn't have outside, outside space and, and the ability to kind of be apart from each other when we wanted then it would have been so much harder yeah so much harder yeah i i can't imagine how that was for people who just couldn't you know like i mean yeah. even I, I have friends in new york city you know and, and family in new york city who are just right like, yeah similar situation I think. exactly yeah. it's just like oh man i hope you really get along with your your roommate or your spouse because you're about yeah. to see a lot of them um, <laughs> people aren't made to be stacked on one another yeah, I don't uh, think so either, man. But goddamn, fuck it. I love New York City, and I'm sure London's amazing too. Uh, <laughs> so uh, they're amazing places to visit. But man, like at a time like this, I don't want shit to do with that. Yeah. I, I, you know, I have to agree with you, Johnny. Like, I, I, I sort of was like, you know, I kind of don't want this to end. I'm kind of like digging not having to leave. I'm digging being able to be home with my kid, my wife. So, you know. I'm so enjoying it. It's, it's giving me a new appreciation of of um of what it means to kind of be a pre like appreciative of your home space and 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 be proud of your home space. And we've done we've done so much work on it, and it's it's become a nicer place to be as we've been here more. Yeah. So I'm sort of I'm sort of all right with it. And if I thought that I could make 
enough money just streaming from my garage every week, then I would. So that's where I'm going, basically. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping to do, you know? Well, yeah. And, and um, you know, it's, I'll tell you, it's not, it's, it's not going to be gigging. Yeah, I mean, jeez. <laughs> It's not going to be gigging money, I'll tell you that. But if you can, um, no. but if you can, uh, it, it, you know, if you can get in there and be consistent and, and uh, you know, and, and really the thing about streaming and about Twitch is like getting to know the other streamers. It's really, it's all about networking, which I mean, as musicians, yeah. we know all about that. But it, yeah. it's similar to networking outside of it, but it's just way more friendlier and people are way more likely to put you on. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I said, there's not this famine mentality where like, I got to get that gig before he does, you know, which, uh, which thankfully San Diego is a destination and, you know, people generally, you know, people work in there and I, you know, like lots of people work as musicians in San Diego and it's tough, but you can do it. Um, yeah can yeah i mean there's not many other you can't do it in london like i couldn't the, the best musicians i know from london they've all got another another job like whether it just be teaching music or whatever right. but you know i've made my living for for eight years in san diego just from playing live yeah that's been it you know you can't yeah. do that in london you you'd, yeah. you'd be it's a bit a massive rarity if you do right nobody right. i knew did yeah yeah it's tough man and 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 like you're saying like when I was there, we were living, I wasn't just doing music. I was hustling my ass. I had my studio, like me and my wife yeah. owned a business outside, you know, like, so it was, it was hustle, 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 hustle. Uh, so yeah, the, it's, uh, it has been nice to just sort of sit back and chill for a second. Um, but I forgot what I was going with this. Damn it. Oh, well doesn't matter yeah. but uh, have you been chilling mike i mean man you no, you're right podcast, i, I haven't no i haven't and, and that's the thing i i haven't really been chilling well that's the other thing is like i you know i'm not really chilling i'm really just focusing on all the things that I, I wasn't able to do when i was working all the well, time everything that you want to do now. right and, yeah. and now we sort of so are now, able man. to expand and like i'm able to expand on this podcast this podcast as as just from the efforts of this pandemic has grown a, a, a sizable amount just because i put i had the time to build out the website to make everything look the same to uh, it's been great and, and now with twitch i'm expanding and like i was saying part of being a streamer is actually going and networking with other streamers so like what i would suggest to you johnny if you're interested yeah. at all is just go create a profile don't worry about making it pretty or anything right now and just go and hang out in other people's streams like other musicians streams and just start spread you know just start talking to people just be like because you'll notice right away that like you know you'll see somebody's talking in chat and you'll be like you can say something on that and you can just at somebody and people are so open and friendly and just so go hang out and you know get to know these people and and it's it's interesting because you get to know them you get to you know you actually get to like hanging out and what's fun about twitch is that it's become like instead of watching netflix at night we just start twitching and we watch like our favorite musicians or gamers or whatever it is it's actually turned into this weird family fun thing um and it, it, we're just getting to know the community and getting to yeah. uh, and, and networking. And I'll just keep saying community and networking until <laughs> until you get sick of me saying community and networking. Uh, but yeah, so I would just go hang out and Twitch stream. needs to give you a contract. 
Yeah, please. They, they do. Yeah, it sounds that way. <laughs> I, well, no, and this is I would say even in any live streaming platform that's made for live streaming is worth pursuing. It, it, you know, like even YouTube. Like I got friends right now are doing killing it on YouTube. Uh, YouTube Live. Uh, oh, what's that other one that just got bought up? I can't remember it. But there's several other st streaming platforms that are made just for streaming, and and people are killing it on there, and they're making money. I, you heard me just say thank you for the bits. The, that's money. So somebody was just giving me money right now for whatever okay. reason so i was thanking them for giving me money <laughs> which is really nice you know like people are tipping me just for talking to you lugs so that's that's really nice um but but yeah, but yeah you know it, it's it's a weird mixer periscope etc thank you thank you right now um but yeah it's a uh, it's cool so what i i remember you did something i think maybe last year where you're touring you did a, a tour where you're playing saxophone with um with somebody oh, yeah that's right it was it's um it's a it's a kind of really i became part of this really high-end uh pink floyd tribute yes. called pfx pink floyd experience and we did a couple of gigs around town and it was like okay cool it's going to be this local band and then one day the um the lead the band leader uh he, he just emailed me saying um we're gonna go on tour opening for foreigner <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> okay. Nice. Man. So last last year, it was about a year, it was about a year and yeah, between in February and March last year, we went on tour playing Dark Side of the Moon in its entirety right before every Foreigner show on a Canadian tour. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it was it was, it was mad. We were doing like hockey arenas all through <laughs> all over Canada. It was great. It was fucking great. It was like the proper full on yeah. life. Just getting absolutely mangled every single night, <laughs> like band armor, everything. It was, it was like, it was the full-on real deal thing. On a, yeah, it was, it was great. It was really good. <laughs> it so was we amazing. Because Dark Side of the Moon, right? Well, it's you... only about forty-two minutes long. Uh -huh. So we were doing forty-two minutes work a night, and then just getting absolutely wrecked on a bus driving across Canada for ten hours. Um, and what and playing in front of foreign and foreigner, you know, foreigners are they're still a pretty big deal, like yeah. judging by the crowds they were getting. So yeah, foreigners pretty yeah, cool. It was, it was amazing. It was amazing. So so I I don't understand how do you go from just playing a couple gigs with this local band and now that you're on the road with foreigner? Like how does that well? Here's the thing. Um, before my friend Lauren, uh, I don't know if you know Lauren Lee Martin, a uh, singer in San Diego. Well, she joined the band after me um, to sing The Great Gig in the Sky from mm. uh, Dark Side. Uh, but um, before that, I was the youngest guy in the band by 20 years. Um, so what I didn't know is how long the band had been going and oh. how many tours they'd done and how, how much kind of reputation they had. So we did like a couple of warm-up gigs and... Um, what so because what happened was I saw a message on on the you know the Facebook news feed saying does anyone in San Diego play saxophone guitar keyboards and sing and I went I looked at it for a bit and I thought I don't know about this I don't know about this but in the end I went yeah I do that and then a bunch of other people kind of who obviously knew this guy his name's Tom Quinn the leader of the band who knew the guy said yeah I can vouch for Johnny Johnny can do those things so I went and auditioned the band became part of the band we did a couple of like i didn't really know anything about it to be honest um 
I didn't really know much about Pink Floyd, actually, as well. Oh, how dare but you, I do Jerry? Know. How dare I do know. I bet um, you do. He just, we met up at the House of Blues one day, and he said, yeah, you know, come to a couple of rehearsals. And then we had, some, we had like, a gig in Poway, and we had a gig at Winston's. And then the next thing was we did the Mammoth Village Fest, which they do every year. And then we were on tour with Foreigner. So... <laughs> It was, it was, it was, it was like a quite a financial yeah. sort of gig rate like that. <laughs> yeah. But that's dope. I mean, so, so it was. I mean, it was just a. It was a great investment of your time all around. Yeah, it definitely was because it's like, if I never do a tour like that again, I can say I did. You know, it, it was for all intents and purposes, unless you're fucking. The Rolling Stones doing stadiums, who are pretty, you know, not, not many people are doing stadiums anymore. No. Um, then doing arenas on a proper tour on a tour bus is the pinnacle of what we sort of, or definitely the pinnacle of what I got into music for. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's what I want to see what that life's like. I want to know what that's like, you know, walking out afterwards and going to the barrier and meeting people and signing shit and all that kind of stuff. It, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was an experience I'll never forget. And I'm really, really, really glad I had. Yeah, yeah. What? Um, Hell yeah. What are what What are some like key highlights that you took away from that? Like just in general, like maybe lessons, I guess. Key highlights are like playing through an arena sound system, playing oh. a sax solo through an arena sound system. Hell yeah! And at the edge of the stage and standing on the fucking bass bins at the front of a stage in front of thousands and thousands of people and playing a sax solo. You know, I guess that, that's that, that's the performance aspect of it, but. Also, the literally being kind of like waited on all day, every day. Like, he, here's your showers now. You can go and have showers, and here's someone who's going to do your laundry, and then um, you can you can order whatever food you like, and then all you have to do is go to sound check, play 42 minutes, and then get on the bus and and drink yourself fucking stupid. It, I mean, it's it, it's it's par- paradise. <laughs> <laughs> it's paradise. Yeah, it's fucking great. So, I mean, I came home with a number of health issues, but <laughs> health-related issues, and, and there was some crazy shit that happened, you know. Um, but yeah, it it it, it was it was a, definitely like a bucket list thing to check off. Like yeah. a big it was a big deal for me. I know a lot of the old guys in the band have been on quite a few tours like that. No, in fact, they hadn't. None of them had in the 20 years that the band's been going. None oh. of them have ever opened. They'd never gone on a, a like opening for Foreigner or a band of that kind of stature wow. before. They'd only done tours, which was just the band just playing Pink Floyd stuff. So it, it was new for everybody. And I'm, I'm, I, I hope I get to do it again. I really do. It was amazing. Yeah. Is that something that you think you would do all the time? Um, I'm not, it would really depend, you know, I've got a family and right. I've got a, a wife and, and, um, if it was maybe for a month every year, for fucking sure. But if it was like <laughs> 10 months out of the year, I mean that, that I, I don't, I don't know many relationships that are going to get through that. You'd have to have a very, a very keen understanding of each other. I think, you yeah. know, um, I don't, and I don't, I don't, you know, I, I don't think I'd want to be away from my daughter and my wife for that long every year at all, you know, which is what the foreigner guys do, yeah. which is why I said 10 months, they see, they, they were doing that kind of length of tour and it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know if I could do that, but maybe a month or two a year. It'd be great. Yeah. 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 I, that, that's what I see too. I, I couldn't imagine myself just being on the road 10, 9, 10, you know, 11 months out of the year, just 
hustling around, man. It's like every time I have to go on tour, and and it's mostly when I have to fly out west and go on on the road with my reggae band out there. It, yeah. Um, I always get these horrible, dreadful feelings like, uh, you know, like something horrible is going to happen to me. I, I mean, I'm just a paranoid person anyways, but it's still, it's like, you know, I just have these like these horrible visions of, you know, us driving and, and, and Eddie fucking is a road rager. So he'll fucking be flying around people with a trailer hooked onto it. And it's just like, oh, dude, slow the fuck down. So I could just imagine Eddie fucking slamming into a fucking head on traffic or yeah. the plane going down in flight. It's just like a myriad of horrible things but this is what happens to me every time i get ready for the road it makes me kind of crazy until i'm in transit and like oh yeah you do this you know what this is yeah stop freaking yeah. yourself yeah, out it's definitely a different mentality a different pace and a different um you have to kind of just be quite happy to do do nothing for a lot of the time because you know we'll turn so you turn up to a venue and then it's like well you can't get on the stage for four hours and you're in the middle of nowhere in the snowy wastes of, of central Canada, and there's not much to do around. So you've got to kind of get used to, you've got to have a good book, <laughs> and you've got to, you know, got to have, you've got to find your own personal space, definitely. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's just so, it's just a different way of living. How was, how was it like recouping, like when you came home? Like, did it take you a couple of weeks to sort of? It was it, it it was it was difficult. Um, there was a few things that happened while I was away that like a few family things which I came back to which uh, were were quite tough to deal with. But that that was just like um, my my personal situation. If you're asking for like general kind of road uh, coming back from something like that, then it's mainly kind of like getting back to eating properly and 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 um, getting to getting decent sleep and stuff like that. So. Um, it's it's more kind of a positive thing getting back than than a negative one on on your physical well being. I think you know for sure. Well, I mean, I just yeah. I know for me personally, even if it's a like a, a, a like you know a, a a weekend warrior run, you know, it's uh it's still yeah I don't know where he went, <laughs> but uh it, you know even a weekend warrior run, I'll come home and I'll still be like trapped. like my brain I won't be able to function correctly my brain doesn't work you know I'm just like what the fuck yeah. happening uh and for at least a few days I mean does it take you uh does it take you a few days I mean I, I don't know like this is your first sort of huge tour like that I've never done yeah, anything like that it so didn't really take me a few days it, it's just like everything was so wild when I got back anyway that, that oh. those kind of things were 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 yeah. a very separate issue so gotcha. Um, there was a lot of other things happening that I didn't really consider what my decompression was like, really. I, I, it was I going from it. one thing to another, basically. Right, right. You're, you're not worried about your well-being when you're putting out a fire. I, I get it. Yeah, oh. exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, it's more like that. Yeah. So, so, I mean, in these last few years, I mean, it's been a while since you've been on the show. So uh, you, I remember, I think you had just had your daughter when you were on the show or you were just about yeah, to probably, have your daughter. How is yeah, that? How is, how is fatherhood? How is, you know, because I know you're sort of in this like... Um, not transition, but you're just sort of in this place where you're just like, I, I think I gotta slow down. I think I'm, I'm trying to recall yeah. where you're just sort of oh, like, I, you know, you're re-examining yeah. things. I mean, how? how yeah, is... I mean, it's taken me. I, I, I mean, I still don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> me as, as, far as, as far as being a dad, I still have no idea what I'm doing. Um, I take all my cues from my wife, who is just a natural at it. Um, it's definitely though made me 
less hard on myself as far as late nights drinking and partying and stuff like that because I sim I'd, I'd much rather be have the energy to be a good a good father than I would be like out drinking and partying and and having hangovers constantly. So it's it's definitely been an improvement like that. Um, but if someone had told me if I if I could experience the feeling of how kind of terrifying being a parent is before I actually had my daughter, I wouldn't have had her because <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm worried all the time. Yes. I'm all the time it's made me really acutely aware of what i put my own mother through you know what i mean <laughs> yeah 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 so it's 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 very fucking sobering mate you know what i mean it's very sobering and it will continue to be forever yeah i think yeah me too definitely yeah <laughs> yeah definitely. i mean yeah i mean fucking obby has a teenager right now i mean imagine having yeah, a teenager 14 going on wow. 15 right now Wow. How is he? How yeah. is how is how is he as a teenager Dude, been handling the pandemic? You know what? He's been good, man. I've been keeping him busy. He's been into work. You know, he's a teen typical typical Southern California teenager. Yeah, work working out, <laughs> into going to the beach, um, doing all that stuff. So he's he's been good, man. So that's good. good man. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying though. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying being a father. There so. are far worse things to be than a typical Southern California. <laughs> you know I mean? The I fact have... that we're in Southern California for a start—that's like, that is uh, such a lucky. We're such a lucky place to be. You know, it's a really, really good place to be. No, I know. Yeah, I tell them that all the time. I'm like, man, stay outside. Get outside. Yeah. yeah, you just don't know how you lucky know. it is. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I I I live in Ohio now, so I'm like, yeah. I'm just sitting there listening to you guys, like, oh. <laughs> it yeah. is. You are lucky to be there. <laughs> well, it's good too. It's good too with the pandemic and everything. People still do like, you know, there. Like Johnny said, there is a lot of been a lot of traffic and a lot more traffic here in San Diego. Yeah, it's happening. And, and uh, but people seem to keep their distance and and are wearing their masks and 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 there's a lot of I see a lot of hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah. When I when I go places, so yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I think people are really doing their part. Uh, um, here as much as they can, you know. Yeah, it's it's not it's not too bad. I don't think. No, no, yeah, there could be definitely worse places to have to quarantine in. I mean, that, <laughs> like San Diego is like, I mean, that's probably one of the most perfect places to quarantine in, considering that like I mean, being out like yeah, it's sunlight right. and apparently the sunlight kills the virus or whatever you know like what i what i haven't appreciated about all of this shit is right. the, the amount of misinformation that's out there like the amount of bullshit that like people oh, are spouting so hard. so hard to decipher isn't it so hard to decipher it is and like so how do you guys sort of wade through fucking getting information how do you guys wade through all this shit whoever wants to go first i don't i think you i think you've just gotta you've just gotta use your fucking brain and you just use common sense don't get too close to people. I think if you're out jogging in the park, you don't need to wear a mask. Mm. But if you're going into a shop or into someone's house or, or you're around people you don't know, wear your mask. Yeah. You know what I Definitely. Mean? It's not, you know, sanitize, wash your hands, don't hurt people, don't like, don't be in contact. Just like, it's like what you'd do if you knew someone had a cold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Totally. I agree. I agree with you there. Fucking use your brain. Use your brain. Fucking use your brain. That is yeah. a, that's a. 
I mean, I don't even think you can believe what they're saying on TV anymore. I mean, I think Johnny got it right, man. Just use your brain, man. But, you know? I mean, I mean, this goes until be- it in, go ahead. until it all goes down, until it all goes away, or go, you know, everything calms down. I mean, just be clean and stay away. You know, keep your distance, keep your circle small. Yeah. But I think it goes beyond um, the pandemic. Just, just how the state of information is being, um, yeah. you know, transmitted and like, yes. what we like. I, I literally don't know what to believe because um, they're all right and they're all wrong. You know what I mean? Like they're all saying stuff that is probably right, and then they're probably saying stuff that's probably wrong. I mean, like I. No, I'm not even trying to take it completely here, but like in the time of when the protests first started, there was like, you know, and, and riots were happening. There was there was reports that they're, you know, they're right wing uh, white supremacists. And then there's reports of uh, of left Antifa guys. And then and then there's reports of cops. And like the fucked up thing is, is that all three of those things are probably fucking true. But what happened was, is that it got politicized and now it's like it's all them and it's all that. And so, like, that, I guess that's what I mean. Like, how do you guys wade through that kind of fucking information warfare? <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to go info wars on you guys, but, I'm, uh, but I think you just gotta, I mean, personally, I think you just gotta look at it all. And then you gotta kind of mash it up all together. Yeah. And then kind of pick out what, <laughs> what is, what they kind of all match up on a little and, bit, and, you know? In the end, it's what you, in the end, sadly, because it obviously can't be scientifically or theoretically relied upon right uh, but you've got to go with your gut instinct you've got to go with your instincts about things haven't you because there's yeah. so such a wash of confusion happening that you've got yeah like you said i think you do have to try and see see every side of it or absorb every side of it and then just do what your your, your heart and your gut tell you because right. there isn't there isn't anything much more to go on i think i really don't oh that's a, yeah i agree but that's it's hard to go and say gut instinct because there's people whose gut instincts are telling them that it definitely was fucking white supremacists or it definitely was you know this or that the people's gut instincts are kind of being dictated by this so it's kind of hard for me it's kind of hard to be like go just go on your gut instinct but i mean because like your gut in because like it's almost like you can't even trust your gut instinct because we can't trust really what the information well, so, is so how, how what what so what are you doing then to try and wade wade through it all and, and make decisions uh, I, I'm basically fucking doing what Avi said. I'm listening to both sides. I'm listening to what everybody has to say. I'm listening to. I, I never thought there would be a day that I would listen to conservative radio and then be like, "Oh, I kind of agree with that." And then, and then, and then listen. No, no, stop. You stop, Avi. You need to quit. Uh, but, but, uh, but then, and then on the other side, you know, listening to these like you know uh, liberal things and and and. And I know I'm going politics here, but I'm just saying, like, I'm listening to both sides of the argument. And and I never thought that I would be doing that because I never yeah. thought I would have to go that route. I never thought you, I'd I have mean, to. You, 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 have, you do have to listen to both sides. I mean, and it's a shame that in, 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 in America you say both sides because there's only this two kind of ideology system or yeah. two party system. And there's not a, a broader spectrum of things. But in America, yes, I guess we say both sides of things but you do you must listen to both sides because if you don't you're only doing what you're accusing the other side of doing 
Yeah. You know what I mean? You're only you're only just dis disagreeing and dis um, disavowing what the other side is saying without listening to it. And how how can you do that? That's that's not sensible. Yeah. That's not sensible at all. You might still not agree, but at least you you know the only thing that comes out of a discussion you have is there are two sides to it and you have to you have to pay attention to what the other person's saying because you have to know what it's like to be in their shoes in order to make a decision i really i really agree with that yeah, yeah. got to have some empathy yeah absolutely absolutely yeah, and that goes a long way. I, I feel like it because, like me and Avi, and and I don't know what you where you stand, but like we have some ideas that we don't necessarily agree on. But we don't sit right. there and we don't sit there and yell at each other because we don't agree with it. We just, you know, I get that look. I just get this like pursed lips and a head <laughs> shake, you know. So like, and that's fine, you know, and that's fine with me because we're not like threatening each other's lives and shit, you know, because because that's where yeah. it's going and that's what's. That's what sucks about all this is that. But every- here we go. We have this common ground though, which is which is music, right? Music, and we both. And I know that fundamentally, that just because that you voted for a person doesn't make you this horrible racist human being who who should be you know silenced and canceled, and you should never ever be listened to because you don't have anything good to say. You know, like I, I don't believe but- that. And and what sucks is that like. Uh, that I feel like just by having this stance or just by having a friend like Offbeat who doesn't agree with me on, on all things, that now all of a sudden I'm that asshole. And so like, it's, <laughs> that's what I don't like about it. And that's why it's so weird. Guilty by association. I, I mean, like, well, where, I mean, where, where do you stand in that regards, Johnny Words, uh, where, uh, uh, where, uh, you could just say something and not, you know, you know, accidentally or whatever the cause is, you could say something and then your life is over now. Like, I mean, how do you respond to something like that? Are, are you talking about what happened to George Floyd? No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about in general how, like, you can't, uh, you can't hold certain opinions or you can't be friends with people or you can't, oh, yeah, right. you can't, well, you mean, can't, you can't agree. Like, you can't, like, by just saying that I listen to both sides all of a sudden, yeah. to a certain side, I'm the opposition because I'm even yeah. giving them a chance or even a platform or even giving right. uh, Offbeat a platform to talk, to spout his hate. You know, like, now right. I'm the hate. So, I mean, like, how do you, how do you, mm. what, well, I mean, what's your reaction I mean, to that? Say, I mean, the way, the way, I mean, probably my, my best and closest friend in this, here, here in America, um, is someone who holds probably the polar opposite political, religious, um, and lots of other, like, guns and things like that. He, he holds the pol- polar opposite views to me. Mm. Um, but I treat him the way he treats me, personally. And he, you know, he, he's a really, really good bloke. He just happens to believe and subscribe to a whole different a whole different set of values to me. Um, right. But me, we've, we've never, we've had a couple of discussions about certain things like global warming and guns and the health, uh, the state of the health um, insurance industry and things like that. But it's never got nasty and we agree to disagree. And like, he's the first person I'd call if I, if I was in trouble. He'd let, you know, you, you, you've got to, you've got to take people at face value and if you, you, you treat people the way they treat you and he's always treated me like a really, 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 really close friend. So, 
those kind of things, uh, the, the, his, his political views and religious views do not trump our friendship in any way. They don't, mm -hmm. they don't beat what our face-to-face -face friendship is. So I think that's the way you've got to kind of, that's certainly the way that I've found it to work for me because you can't be in a, you'd be, you'd be fucking in a, in a bloody argument with everybody all day, every day, if you chose to like speak up against everything that was happening, it wouldn't be worth your time. You know what I mean? You'd, you'd just be, you would be completely saturated with, You'd probably be angry most of the time if you were engaging in it. <laughs> and that's, that's no way to live, you know. <laughs> no, it's no. not. And and that, I mean, oh, go ahead, Abby. I was gonna say. I mean, look. I mean, look where I live, Mike, and look who all my friends are. They're all like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, and like until you, you post something on Facebook, and all of a sudden those friends are like, <laughs> "You, know. you hate everybody. I hate <laughs> you." Then we all go for margaritas. Yeah, yeah. Then you guys are all smoking bloods together. It's like okay, <laughs> but but it's like it, it it it's well. I think if what it does is it frightens people from actually having an opinion or, or even maybe even acting in yeah. any way because, I mean, like where I live right now is it, I'm surrounded by by Trump supporters i'm surrounded by like my neighborhood is that there's somebody crudely spray painted blue lives matter on a big piece of plywood and put it out in their front lawn next to the trump sign look i mean like i, I know there's a lot of issues with all these blm things and but what i'm saying is that i can't just go around thinking that my neighbors are horrible racist uh, that the teachers who are teaching my son are, are horrible, racist bigots who who are, are, are indoctrinating my son with with their Trump ideologies. You know, what I mean, like like I can't like because it's because it's a big majority of this country and you can't. But write... do you ever talk? Have you ever talked to him? Well, no, I'm, I'm saying you can't write off a majority of the country is what I'm saying, because because the, it, that doesn't solve anything. Like you're saying, Johnny, you got to fucking listen to people to you listen to people just because they don't agree with you on everything doesn't mean that you can't be friends or there can't be a meaningful relationship there. And and that's what no, that's it, what it certainly doesn't mean that it doesn't mean you can't find value in another person because they don't agree with you yeah. at all. You know, yeah. you can't be you can't go you can't go through life like that. That's not going to it's not going to work. No. And 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 to sit for some for people to sit there and be like, well, they support Trump. So they're this and they're that. And, and you know, it's like, I'm sorry, but like you're the bus driver that takes your kids to school, the Uber driver. Like these are people who are going to be, you, you know, are going to be Trump supporters who you're going to have to rely on no matter what. And it's like, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, it's like you, you can't write off everybody or else, I mean, who are you going to fucking talk to? This is the people. It, it's just, it, it, it's becoming this very, oh God, I, I know polarizing, but like, it's just becoming very, I don't know, like even talking about it now is making my stomach hurt. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I'm serious. Like, it's, it's, it's a very weird time. And because I, I do value, um, well, freedom of speech. I'm a podcaster. I'm doing this. It's like it, it it worries me that one side or the other is going to push their narrative, and it, and the narrative that I don't like is the censorship thing, and that's my biggest problem with a lot of what's going on right now is that you're not allowed to say things, 
and which but if you're not allowed to say things how are you going to be allowed to communicate ideas and therefore how are you going to uh, listen to the other person how are you going to even have an opportunity to listen to someone else if they're not allowed to talk about it and that's where all this i guess is going for me is that i see censorship as a, as a real problem and i know that right now a lot, a, there's a huge faction of the country who don't think that I should have offbeat on my show because I'm giving them platform and I'm letting them spout his hate. I haven't heard one fucking thing hateful out of his mouth this whole time. You know, like, so, right. so I don't know. I mean, what, what, I know you're not a podcaster, but you are an artist who, who does rely on freedom of speech at, at times. What are you, uh, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I, I well, I mean, I don't think that um, free the, the the amendment of free speech should be extended to hate speech. Like, for instance, um, there was someone driving along the eight here in San Diego. I don't know if you've you've seen this or not on Facebook, but with um, a huge swastika flag emblazoned in their back window, yeah. and there was the, there were people arguing for his, or I, I believe it was a bloke, um, his right to be able to do that, you know? And I, I, I mean, it does, I mean, it seems in very poor taste if that's considered free speech, you know? However, if you're doing it through, if you've written a song or written a play or, uh, for instance, and your ideas are ex expressed in that, I think that's that's different. But just having a swastika on the back of your car, I don't think qualifies as free speech. Mm. So I, I don't know. It's, it's still, you know, I've been in the States nine years now, and I'm still, I'm still getting used to, you know, many aspects of its culture. And because that that would not be allowed in the in the UK, that wouldn't be allowed in the UK. That you, you'd be in a lot of trouble for that. So, I still, you know, I'm I'm I am essentially a foreigner. And even though I've been here nine years, I sometimes don't feel like I should comment on something that is so deeply woven into the fabric of America. You know, I sometimes don't think it's not that I'm scared of people going, oh, go home then, because I'll just go. No, I'm not. I'm not going home. Right. <laughs> but it's it's more like, you know, have have I really lived it for long enough to be able to comment on something so, so deeply American, you know, yeah. because, you know, cult culturally, you know, when I first moved here, I thought, oh, it's just going to be like Britain, but with different accents. No, it's not. I mean, America is so culturally different to to the UK and Wales, where I'm from, that it, it might as well be, it might as well be a different language being spoken because culturally, the, the, some cultural aspects are so wildly different to where I'm from that I'm still getting used to a lot of it, you know. Yeah. I come from a place where, you know, if you hurt yourself, you go to hospital, you get fixed up and you walk out of there without any bills, right. you know. So I'm still getting used to things like that. And um, I mean, who am I to say what's right and wrong here? But I can say what uh, I think. You know, I can't say what, who, what, how it gets to be judged. But I definitely think that um, free speech has its limits. Is what I think. <laughs> it has it has limits to it. You know. No, and, and you, can't, you can't you can't be stoking up um, hate, and you most certainly cannot be inciting violence. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 
And, and you know, I I appreciate that you know well thought out answer because and the fact that you brought up that you know you are from Wales and and this mm-hmm. and and the culture of America is not you know deeply embedded into you and and like mm-hmm. and so that is fair. But I do think that you have a right to say whatever you want. I mean, you're American. You're you're an American now, baby. You fucking you get to talk <laughs> shit. You get to talk oh, yeah. shit with the best of us. So right. uh, I mean that. But I mean, it's just like. It, the ability just to talk shit to me is just it's worth it all but but I, i'm curious on uh, your uh perspective of this uh obby where, where where are you sitting with this um well i think that you know uh you if something like that like with the swastika or something like like that i mean that's that's kind of out of line I mean, that was a huge genocide so and everything that. like that. Did you see that too, Offie? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see that, but um, I, I do want to look that up because if I saw something like that, um, that's totally out of line. I mean, that that I think goes like he said. It goes beyond hate speech. It that right there is inciting violence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I think at that point, you know, um, but. Um, there shouldn't be anybody that quiets anybody. I mean, like you said, I mean, you should be able to put out your ideas and, and have all that out there. Um, and, and I don't know. <laughs> no, it's tough, right? It's, it's, it is a tough one. It's tough because it's a tough one. Because, you know, there's a valid point to be said that, like, you know, some guy in at the, in this time, you know, in America, like, to run around with a swastika, you're, you are fucking inciting some kind of violence. But, I mean, like, there is, there is this core where it's like you either believe in freedom of speech or you don't. And right. um, I can see where there's a gray area. Um, but... I feel like if someone has the proper permits and they're properly, you know, peacefully doing things, I feel like even if they're fucking the KKK or the Nazi, fucking, you know, I don't agree with that shit. I fucking think it's abhorrent, but God damn it, I'll die for them to be able to do that. So, I mean, you either believe yeah. in freedom of speech or you don't. And that's, that's where I sit. I don't fucking, I, I don't fuck around. Like, I don't think that, uh, that we... I think one of the main tenets of America, like that, that America should be proud of, is this this ability to have these conversations, and our ability to swing back and forth, and our ability to make our own decisions as Americans, and as misguided as we can be as Americans, it's like fuck, you're not finding that in any other country, not like this, and mm. it, you know, and, and and like you know where Johnny's from. The government can tell you not to say that shit, and, and they do control the fucking media. It, it, they have a direct, you know. It's a, and I know there's something to be said about American media and politics and such, but the government does have a. It's written into the laws there, so it's just it's a, it's a it's a it's a very different thing. And I know that's a very harsh thing to say. Uh, that I know what I just said was a very harsh thing to say to some people, but I I firmly believe that if it's peaceful and you're you're doing it right and legally then i mean it's fucking this this is america baby i think the thing is that a lot of it has become so very unpeaceful recently you know a lot a lot of these things that people want to say from you know i think there's 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 violent talk coming from from every side and right. it, it it like 
free speech has sort of taken a back seat. It's kind of the freedom to really physically get in people's faces, it seems to be have become. And I, I you know, that that that's only gonna lead to something uh, confrontations that are very unproductive if we want to get anywhere with this discourse, you know what I mean? So I think we're just kind of it's just like the, the temperature's been ramping up and the, the, the tension has been ramping up and this pandemic has absolutely consolidated that, you know. Mm. People are, there's a lot more kind of, um, it feels like it's bubbling under the surface a lot more than when I first first came here, you know. Yeah. Things seemed a lot more kind of like relaxed, but it's gotten very, um, the, the temperature has risen, <laughs> I yeah. think. Most definitely, yeah. man. And, 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 you know, and I get, you know, like, I, I, I do get it. I do get the fact that it's like, you know, no, no little kids should be growing up having to see that kind of shit, having to experience that kind of, you know, hatred and stuff like that. But yeah. it's, yeah, but, not. but it's, but it's a, um, but I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like it's a slippery slope. And uh, I, I know, you know, like, and I know there's examples of where it kind of works, you know, like the UK, it works over there. People do say things and, you know, people are just getting hauled off for saying something against the queen. Right. You know, they're not just. Right. Um, so, I mean, there is a bit of freedom there in that aspect. But um, I don't know. I, I think it's one of those tenets that we should still talk about. And I just don't think that we should just be like let's just start censoring and that's the law now i think that we need to talk it out a little oh, more you know what i mean like i don't think it should just be like this black and white thing that's sort of what it's become where it's like <laughs> now you can't say that and and even even fucking when they're like even when these like social media companies were banning trump's um um, um videos their campaign videos you know, I was against that too because, and I am not a Trump supporter. I fucking think he's an abhorrent pig. I don't like him. But I, I, first of all, I like the fact that I can call the president an abhorrent pig right now and not get hauled off to prison. Uh, and, uh, you know, like, fuck it. But I don't think that you should be silenced because fucking you don't agree with their politics. Now, I know there was a lot more to that. And I know that there was some incendiary stuff that he was releasing. And I know there's, you know, like, but, but I'm still, and I know it's a private company and they have the right to sort of do what they want with it. But it's still, it's something where we're, we're letting these companies sort of dictate the narrative. And I don't like that. I True like that. us dictating the narrative. I like people dictating the narrative. Hey, real quick. Please. Yeah, real go. quick, real quick. My phone, I didn't plan. My phone's about to die. All right, Avi. So I'm gonna have to go. All right, I love you, Avi. Thanks Johnny, for coming. Dude, it was good talking to you, man. We're hey, about to wrap up anyway. Hope to so. see you on Twitch I... soon. Oh, are you okay? <laughs> I'll be on Twitch. All right, all right, yeah. all right, man. Avi, thanks, man. I appreciate. Yeah, back. We speak. We speak. All right, man. Peace, Johnny. Um, you know. Yeah. So tell me, uh, you know, we're we're getting ready to wrap up here, but uh, I don't want to end on this like this this dark note. Doom and gloom. Yeah. yeah. Right. So so tell me, what's the positive thing that you're looking forward to after this pandemic? What was the positive thing that you're really well, the po looking the positive for? thing is um, I'm hoping to be able to um, get this album finished, the one that I've been writing during lockdown, and get back to playing with my band. I mean. I just want to play with my band and do my original music after this and be able to um, hopefully make the mortgage in whatever way 
presents itself. But I definitely want to continue. Uh, the, the winning the SDMA is hopefully going to put me on into some different platforms, whether they be online or when these drive driving concerts we're looking at or whatever however these things get formatted is hopefully um giving me a bit of a stepping stone up into um some some bigger promotions basically um so that's what i'm looking forward to i'm looking forward to finishing the work on our house and hanging out with my daughter my um uh, my wife and daughter got me a millennium falcon kite for <laughs> father's day nice. so i've gotten into I've gotten into going down the bay and finding a windy hilltop and flying my Millennium Falcon <laughs> kite. It's really, 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 really therapeutic, mate. So no, I, that's, that, that's what I'm looking forward to. That that's exactly what I thought. What I wasn't laughing at you at all. Like I was. That sounds really fucking peaceful, actually. Wait, because when, when I was a kid, I maybe had three, four different kites. I never got one to fly. Never mm. once. And this thing, I just threw it up in the air once and it just took off and just stayed there. And it's just like, oh, wow, this is how it feels. And just having, having this thing floating up there in front of you, it's, it's quite a meditative thing because I did, um, I did yoga teacher training a few years back and oh. part of the training was, um, was um, meditation half an hour every day and I just couldn't do it. I couldn't sit still. I couldn't keep my mind clear. And it was really, really, it was actually a painful experience for me, meditation, but Flying a kite seems to be a bit of a meditation for me, so I'm actually really into it. That's, the, I mean, it sounds like fucking exactly where I would want to be, looking over yeah. the ocean and fucking and flying a kite, a yeah, Millennium yeah. Falcon at that. Yeah, right. Johnny, do you got time to play a quick game? You got about ten more minutes. Uh, yes, just about, I got about eight. Okay, how about this? That, why don't we just let you go then? Because I don't want to get you caught up in anything. What, what's, the, like, what's the game? What's the game? I, I'm not sure if you played it, but it's how much does it cost on Craigslist? Have you? Did you play it when we were when we were doing I it? I think we did something like that. You yeah, might have so won a pin or something. Go um, on, in, go, go how on. about we just do one? We'll just do one giveaway. Johnny, you can play, and then we'll cut Johnny loose so he can get on with his life. Uh, you guys, right. <laughs> yeah, it's game time, Whispering Glitter. Get up in here. Let me catch up real quick, Johnny. Uh, All right. uh, thank you, Raider, for the host. I appreciate that, Mighty Mighty. My dude, thank you for those bits. I appreciate it. And 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 I know I've been ignoring the chat today, guys, but you, you see what we're talking about here. <laughs> we're talking about real shit here. Uh, but thank you for the emotes, everybody. I appreciate it. They look great. I love the lit emote, Whispering Glitter. Where the hell is that coming from? And the face on the Dorito. That's tight. Okay. We're going to play games, Whispering Glitter. So, everybody, we're going to do one round. One round so Johnny can get the hell out of here and get his life in order for the day. So, let's see. What are we going to do today? So, the game is how much does it cost on Craigslist? We will... Right. Uh, uh, it's kind of like the price is right, but it... Uh, but it doesn't. Do you send me it then? Do you? Do I? Do I win whatever it is you're talking about? You're goddamn. You're goddamn right. You do, Johnny. You're goddamn right. You do. If you win, that is. Um, can right. you see what's on the screen? It's like a Batmobile inflatable. <laughs> there you thing, go. Isn't it? Great. So this is what's up for bids. This is out of Vero Beach, wherever the fuck that is. Um, and uh, it's a Batmobile kitty ride. The kitty ride is in good shape and works great. Call for questions of viewing. So what we're going to do is we're going to start the, the bidding. You, you, you guess on how much you think this costs on Craigslist. And whoever is the closest to the actual, re the actual price on Craigslist gets a patch from our sponsor, ModedStudios.com. Uh, and so here's some of the things. Uh, herpes, wrap it up. Um, 
Black LA. Uh, where's my Where's Baby Yoda? Baby Yoda. There you go. So we're gonna give away. Let's say. Let's say Baby Yoda. We're giving away Baby Yoda. You like You like the Millennium Falcon, uh, Johnny? So this might be right up your yeah, alley. Yeah, the Baby Yoda. The baby Yoda will do me fine. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, guys. So uh, drop your. How the hell do I get out of here? Okay, drop your your uh, your bids in the chat right now. And uh, Johnny, what do you bid on this Batmobile? Is it the type of thing that you I can't see properly? But is it the type of thing you stick a bunch of quarters in and then the kid gets in and it kind of like vibrates and moves a bit? It definitely is. Hold on, let me see if I can All get right. it bigger for you, bud. Uh, I want you to get an accurate prediction here. All right, you see it better? Right, I yeah. can see that. Okay. On Craigslist, wow, all right, so, um, I reckon that thing is $400. <laughs> Johnny says $400, Raina says $3,700, Mighty Mighty says $500, Whispering Glitter, where you at, girl? I'm waiting, $800, Rafi, thank you, Rafi, for stopping by. What's up, buddy? It was good to see you today. Uh, like a Detroit, uh, that game is so tight. I'm glad you're playing that game. Uh, let me see here. So Rafi says 800. All right. Uh, who else? Whispering Glitter says 7,500. Wow, Whispering Glitter. <laughs> Calm down. My goodness, she's on fire. <laughs> okay. Um, that, that's it for, that's all I see. That. Okay, cool. All right. So the actual retail price on Craigslist, which I need to get my um, my drum roll going again. Um, oh, look at, there you are, Johnny. I was playing your videos. Uh, let me get, oh my God, I didn't get it. Okay, guys, one second. Actual retail price on Craigslist, $1,200, who won? <laughs> Sorry, Johnny, you definitely did not win. Who is it? Uh, Rafi got eight. Raina, thirty-seven. Rafi, I think you won. Rafi, look at you! You drop in right at the last minute and you won yourself a pet. Rafi, you won a uh, you won a baby Yoda patch. Oh, he's turning. He's color coded or he's Kodak. All right, everybody, say bye to Johnny Tar. Thank you so much, Johnny. I really do appreciate you coming on the show and, and chatting nice it up. Have, it's nice talking to you again, mates, and love to your family. Oh, thank you so much, man. You have a wonderful day. Thank you so much Johnny and Offbeat for coming on the show and talking shit with me. Um, you know, things get serious on this show and I uh, and I appreciate everyone who comes on and, and chats it up with me. Uh, of course, go check out johnnytar.com, J-O-N-N-Y-T-A-R-R.com and check out all the things that Johnny has going on. Of course, go and stream or buy uh, live Johnny Tar Quintet live at Studio West. Go check it out. The, the link is in the show notes, so go click on that fucker and listen to it. And, uh, of course, you know... Go follow Johnny on all his socials and, 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 and find out what he's doing next in this weird pandemic. He is streaming regularly on Facebook. So uh, even though he should be streaming regularly on Twitch, 
he is streaming regularly regularly on facebook anyways thanks again johnny um so uh, go to randommystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com, and check out her stream, which is a Tuesdays, Thursdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, of course, my streams uh, at twitch.tv slash wespeakenglishgood. You can find me on Mondays at 1 p.m. and Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I do want to add another day to it, but right now, the way our schedules are, it's just not going to happen right now. Uh, maybe in a little bit in the future, but just not right now. <laughs> um, you can also like, subscribe, review. You can like us on Facebook, Instagram, all that shit. And you can, <laughs> you can subscribe to us on Apple iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts. You can subscribe on YouTube, Twitch. Uh, and then please do leave a review. This helps. And, uh, uh, you know, five stars are great. Uh, and written reviews are better uh, and if you write reviews I'll read them on air and uh, and we'll have fun together uh, you can also write the show at wespeakenglishgood at gmail.com let me know how you're feeling what you what you thinking about what, what did you think about this show what did you think about what did you think about that statement okay I do want to address something and I want to address it here so I don't have to address it in the future. I can just be like, look, I address it on the podcast. Just go refer to the podcast. Um, I know I said something that I personally have been thinking about and expounding on since this, since I recorded this podcast. And it's the statement that I made where I would, um, that I would, that whether, whether it's the KKK or, or Black Lives Matter in which I didn't phrase it like that, by the way, in the in the podcast. But whether it's the KKK or or Black Lives Matter, as long as they are protesting in a peaceful manner and they're not breaking any laws, it's like yes, I would die for those for that idea, the idea of of freedom of speech, the idea of protest, the idea that you can push back because. Uh, any one idea can be all-consuming and lead to tyranny. And so it's very important for the opposite idea to be in play and to be heard. I know that people want to shut down people who say things that they don't agree with. I get it. I don't want to hear fucking KKK members fucking talking shit in the streets. That's fucking bullshit. But this is a fucking country that we participate in. And we can leave anytime. And I'm not trying to be that guy. You don't like it here. You can get out. But kind of, right? Like, I mean, this is the price of democracy. This is the price of freedom is that we're going to have to hear things that we don't agree with. But by shutting down these conversations and, and trying to silence these people, you only push them in the arms of extremism. And then we get fucking terrorism or we get tyrants. You know, it, it's just it, it can't go too far in one direction. There always has to be a counterbalance, always. Or else it's just even the best intentions. What, what's the thing? Uh, um, tyranny is paved in the best intentions or something. I don't know. I firmly believe there has to be a counterbalance to any argument. And uh, because we need to hear both sides of the shit. We can't just go on one side of everything. And and that's why I have people like Offbeat on my show. Um, Offbeat, I feel like, is a, a good representation of 
of of of like the other side of my beliefs. Like we we're friends, but he's a Trump supporter and I am not. <laughs> and he has an ideology that follows that that doesn't agree with mine. But because uh, because we're friends, first of all, and uh, and we respect each other, we can sit there and, and talk about these issues without hating each other and still being able to call each other friends at the end of the day. Um, I just I, I I just don't. It's just hard to. Um, it's just it's hard to pin down right now. I think it's just it, there's no. Like, I feel like there's right answers, like, air quote, right answers on both sides. And it's just getting clouded by by politics and, and power moves. And, okay, I, I can feel myself rambling. I can feel it. I can feel it coming. And I just want to clarify. It's like, yeah, I, I think that freedom of speech and freedom of expression is one of the most important tenets of, of this country. Um, and and would I die in the streets so uh, a KKK member could have his time in the spotlight to talk, even if it is peacefully? I mean, no, I, I mean obviously I'm not gonna. But it's not about the idea. It's not just about a specific case, and that's the problem. Is I, I didn't want this to be pinned down as a specific. I will die for KKK people to talk in the streets peacefully. No, I mean, that, that's not the case. It's the idea behind that. The idea of freedom of speech, the idea of freedom in general, you know, um, that's that's worth dying for. That's worth. Uh, so just a clarification. Um, I don't want anybody hearing that and flipping out and being like, Mike would die for <laughs> KKK members to talk. It's like, no, that's. It's not the that's not that's not the idea. But, you know, in these conversations, it's we're moving on. You know, you, you move past it. You say something and in the moment, you're just not even thinking about it. You're just moving on to whatever the wherever the conversation is moving. So after conversations, you know, I, I reflect on certain things. And, and that particular moment, I remember, stuck out to me as like, oof. That didn't feel right, you know. What I mean, so I wanted to clarify it, and and um, I do stand behind what I said. It's just that I wanted to clarify it, that it's not specifically. <laughs> I'm not. I don't want to die for the KKK. That's that's specifically or or Nazis. You know, I'm not. That's not. I'm not interested in that. But you know, I. I I do feel a responsibility to to clarify as as numbers are growing as the, as people are coming to the show, uh, you know there is a responsibility and on, on um, what you say and and to be able to back that up and in these podcasts, uh, I I I feel like that it is necessary to back up what you say, but I also feel like you should be able to say things to for clarification or or for for the need of discussion you should be able to ask questions and and not feel like oh god or, or make statements and even if they are wrong you should be able to say these things without being canceled or people hating you about it it's like yeah i i don't you know in these moments of when you're just talking you're not always thinking so deeply about every word you say because you're just sort of flowing off of and, and responding to um uh, you know the other person so um 
you know, it, it's all about this cult, cancel culture shit. You know, it's, it's, it, it, it ties into all that. And not that I'm worried about being canceled because who the fuck... I mean, you know, there's a few thousand of you guys who listen to this, and that's wonderful. I, I fucking love that. I mean, that's incredible to me that there's a few thousand people out there who just fucking, you know, download this podcast and listen to it. And so it's, uh, I do feel a responsibility to that. And uh, I'm not just talking to a microphone anymore. I'm not just talking to uh, these wavelengths on a computer screen, you know, like it's beyond that now. And, um, I do feel a responsibility to uh, to 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 even though we're free flowing in the conversation, but to be able to say something, a strong statement like that, and to be able to back it up, uh, is, is is I feel responsibility for that. So, um, anyways, that was a long, drawn out, stupid, stupid sound in my head. That sounds really stupid. What I just said, <laughs> in my where I'm standing right now, what I just said. It just sounds so dumb, <laughs> but uh, hopefully it resonates. I hope that uh, I hope that uh, if anybody was upset and you made it this far into the podcast without shutting it off right after I said that, well then you know I appreciate it, and um, I hope that you guys are, are are safe. I hope that everyone is finding some kind of peace with all of what's going on in the world. And what's going on personally. And uh, just take care of your fellow human beings. HJ's for everybody. Uh, I love you guys. We will be back next. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure if I'm going to be doing double releases for a little while. Because I have a huge project that I'm working on. That I can't really talk about. Um, so I, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do the doubles. I have so many in the backlog. See, since the beginning of the pandemic, I've had this problem with having backlog, like banked episodes that I'm afraid that are losing, um, current, uh, you know, lo losing its current value, meaning losing the things we're talking about are becoming so old news that who wants to fucking hear about it? That's what I fear, but apparently that don't matter because you guys are still downloading the podcast just fine. It's just, uh, you know, it's me. It's me. I, I want to make it better. I want to make, I always want to make the podcast better. So, um, let's see. So we're not, we might do another episode on Friday. I don't know. It depends. I have so much work going on right now. I have to get done. So it just depends. It's hard enough to get this done right now, what I'm doing. So, uh, what, uh. What else? What do we got? Oh, my God. I do have to say this. Charles Jones, um, who is a fucking phenomenal, phenomenal. I'm talking about a, future, a potential future guest. And I don't really like talking about potential future guests until they're locked in or at least recorded because it's his idea. But I'm so excited about this because he's a played piano for the Scary Pockets, for Wolfpack, He's played for uh, uh, Andre Day, which I see. That's how I first saw Charles was in San Diego at the Ka the Casbah with Andre Day, and he was playing piano. And Andre Day like gave him the spotlight for about 10, 15 minutes, and he fucking floored, floored that place. I mean, not that Andre Day didn't floor the place, but. <clears throat> I respect the shit out of someone who it's 
when it's their name on the billboard, Andre Day, it was her name on the billboard, right? It was her name on the marquee. It's her show. It's her her name on the line. For that, for her to step aside and put ego aside because she knew that letting Charles play was going to bring nothing but happiness and joy to her audience. To me, I think that speaks volumes on, on, on character, uh, especially a lead singer of a band. Uh, I, I Lead singer syndrome. <laughs> it is real. <laughs> I've seen it. Uh, but to, uh, to, to step aside and to give the spotlight to somebody um, like a talent like Charles is just like I get emotional every time I listen to him play. Like I get goosebumps. I, I get watery eyed. Like it's just it, ugh, he just puts off so much joy and so much positivity. So all that said, Charles is on Twitch. And he is fucking killing it, as you could imagine. Um, he is murdering shit. Uh, and I, uh, I reached out, and he was said that he was down to come on the show. So I'm pretty fucking happy about that. <laughs> I mean, you guys know how this goes. Like, I'm a fanboy for these motherfuckers. Like, I get, I get all like excited and shit. Like talking to Nissan Stewart or like. Uh, Bobby Lewis or Corny Mims, like these are people who have, you know, shaped, who have, who have helped shaped the sound of, of popular culture, and it's just, my God, it's just such a, um, it's such an honor. So, um, yeah, hopefully Charles Jones, look him up if you've never heard of him. He's fucking fantastic, and uh, uh, please go and support him. It's Charles Jones Music on Twitch. He streams. I don't, I don't know if he has like a regular schedule. Because I know he's super busy still. He's a super busy guy, even though everyone's sort of on pandemic vacation. Um, uh, he's still super busy. So he streams at weird times. Like sometimes he streams in the morning. Sometimes, but he always has like 200 and some people just chilling. And, um, so I just respect what he does as a musician, as a person. Like he just puts off the coolest vibes. And I just... If we can make this happen, I'll be so happy because, like, he's just, like, I know, I just know that it's going to be a great conversation and he's going to be able to, I know it's going to touch people. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's going to touch, it's going to touch people in, in, in the right places. Okay, guys, uh, I know I tried signing off here a few minutes ago. So uh, if you made it this far, congratulations. I appreciate it. I really fucking do. I really appreciate you. Um, you, that one person that did this, who, who is listening to this now. Uh, we got some great uh, guests coming up. We got Aaron Goldberg coming up, who is a music streamer, who has <laughs> basically started his own, like, cult chat. And, like, anytime, he streams randomly, too, sometimes. And, like, no matter what, he's got, like, people up in his shit. Like, it could be any time of the day or night and just... People are just happy that he's there. Um, I love it. I love Twitch so much. Uh, who else we got? We got Sundancer, who is a music streamer. Uh, we got so many, like, just so many good artists out there who I, I just genuinely respect. And great conversation. Great fucking conversations. I'm telling you, shit's just getting better. And I'm getting better with chat on Twitch. So I'm able to, I'm getting better at incorporating um, the chat. What's cool about the chat is that it opens up. 
the way I'm looking at it now is like it's like having multiple guests on because on the show I, I can easily handle an entire band situation. I've done it plenty of times and it's just it's it's natural for me. I can do it. I, I know how to talk to several people at once. And the problem with Chad is, is that, you know, it's not directly interjecting and they don't really have the power to interject in the conversation unless I allow that. Um, but it is interesting to sort of pull from, and I want to incorporate it a lot. Someone who I've just recently started watching, The Harry Horror Show on Twitch, which is an incredible show on its own. This dude, the host, I can't remember his name. I don't think his name is Harry. But he is having a full-on deep conversation. It's like a kind of a conspiracy theory show, uh, like a horror. They talk about odd occurrences and stuff. Um uh, paranormal and stuff like that uh, conspiracies this dude is having a full on deep ass conversation with his guest while having full on deep conversations within the chat it's it's incredible to me I, I'm just like how does this dude doing this how are you like listening to the person your guest staying completely engaged and, and being able to respond correctly and 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 with intent and sincerity and sincerity um it's very interesting i did not i i, I just i don't have that yet but i'm just trying to find uh, it's really just i gotta find my way of incorporating it and these last few podcasts that i've been recording um I've been really, I've been getting a lot better at it. So the chat, I really enjoy the chat because it's just another dimension to the conversation. Um, although it can get distracting, and that's one of the things I don't like. I, I want to incorporate the chat, but I'm just like very, um, I don't know. Like it, it, it took me a long time to to be able to focus on what someone is saying and respond to it instead of having sort of my next sentence ready. Um, it, it, in interviewing, the best way to sort of have a conversation, in my opinion, is to not is to be completely uh, in the moment with somebody, and and not having, not formulating your response while they're talking, but really being engaged, and then having a genuine response. Now, th does that mean that you can't have an agenda? and have specifics that you want to talk about of course like that's that's what's so fun about this interview game is that you can come into it with a loaded gun but you gotta get to the you gotta get to the gunfight you know you gotta get there first you gotta escalate it you gotta you don't have to escalate it. i mean gunfight is probably a bad example but I, I have an idea. I have ideas that I want to sort of work out and talk to uh, another person about. Um, but it's all about how it flows into that. Like, I, it's just trying to put in the the. You don't want to force your ideas onto a conversation. You want it to sort of flow like water. Okay, we're going way too long again. I'm. <laughs> I'm good at this. It's four in the morning. I've been up since one a.m. Um, for the last two hours, I've been watching uh, UFO videos and conspiracy videos about uh, uh, what is it? Oh my god! What is the fucking holy shit? What are those documents the CIA just released? 
um, my friend is like sending me all these CIA documents and uh, I've been watching UFO uh, videos, uh, New York Times, how the New York Times released some videos uh, back in 2017 and 2005 uh, of UFOs. I've been watching. What is it? God damn it. What is it? I really want to know what it is now because, um, hold on, I'm looking it up because it's really interesting. It's like about, it's almost talking about um, like Stargate type thing, like holograms and alternate realities. And this is a CIA document. Um, what's it called? Analysis and assessment of the gateway project process. So, and this is from 1983. So the I've been going deep, son. Uh, so if you guys are interested, go look up the analysis and assessment of gateway process, and you'll find the CIA document. They just made it available not too long ago for um, for the public, uh, and then that led into the UFO thing that they let the the the. The, the Pentagon has just uh, confirmed that there are ident unidentified flying objects. They have confirmed UFOs, the existence of UFOs. I don't know if that's a con confirmation of aliens, but that is a confirmation that there are uh, um, vehicles that fly in crazy manners that we don't understand. How much of us, uh, how much of it are they letting on that they actually know about? I don't know. But it is interesting. It's very, very interesting. Um, so that's what I've been doing since 1 a.m. <laughs> and then I finally, around 3.30, I decided, well, I should probably get to work. <laughs> Which, in my mind, looking up conspiracy theories is work. Like, <laughs> to me, spending two hours looking at videos and, and, and reading CIA fucking documents... That is research. That that's that's research for my show because I'm gonna fucking talk about this shit because it's so interesting. And and like I got text chains with several different friends that just go deep, son. So uh, <laughs> Alright guys, take care of fellow human beings. HJs for everybody. I love you guys. Stay safe. Just stay safe. Just just be safe. I love you guys for real. Alright, I'll talk to you guys next.